Welcome to podcast number 16. Appreciate everybody taking the time to, uh, to listen to these and uh, the comments are great. And uh, also the, the requests are great as well. And that's actually another one where this, this podcast came from. Uh, it's another request and I'll jump into that in just a second. Now, a couple things I want to talk about first. One is uh, if you are on iTunes listening to these, I appreciate if you guys uh, take the chance to, to rate these uh, on iTunes. I, I'd really appreciate that. Um, keeps me motivated and make sure, hey, is there anybody out there listening? Uh, and the second thing is I had a couple comments on, on, uh, on the podcast where they said, oh, gosh, you know, stuff's great. Um, but Ken's a, little, uh, Ken's a little harsh on some things. And you know what? You bet I am. Uh, if, it, if it is something to be uncompromising with, if it is a specific topic to be uncompromising with, guess what? I am going to be uncompromising about it. If there's some leeway in there, I'll tell you that there's some leeway in there. But you know, these fundamentals are the fundamentals, and, and um, you can do you can get away with some things. You can't get away with other things. So if I if there are some some you know nevers in there, there might be, and there might be because otherwise it's not something that's going to get better as you add speed or risk to it. So there's times when I'm uncompromising. Guess what? You bet there is. Um, had a really great conversation um, this weekend. Um, I was uh, talking with Bradley Smith, saw him at uh, one of the British Superbike races. And uh, one of the things that he was mentioning was uh, lack of grip. Um, he was, their bikes have a little bit of an issue with lack of grip. And he's, he, he basically said, no matter what I do, I can't, we, we're struggling getting the bike off the corner with, with exit. And he, go, and he basically said, there's one way to do it. There's one way to do it. And, I, and for whatever reason, the bike's not letting him do it. He goes, I can't do it. So, yes, there's some, in some things, there's one, there's one uncompromising way of doing things. And so I want to I add that little point in there. So if you, if you find me being a little bit uncompromising um, with some things, guess what? It's because that's how it is. So, all right, so let's dive into this podcast, Podcast 16. So <clears throat> this podcast actually was requested before the last podcast. Uh, and the reason I didn't go into it is because podcast 15 had to happen first. And podcast 15, of course, was our degree of application and, and how to make that more precise. This podcast, which of course you've already read the title, is, is finding the limits or extending your range of application. And I, I really want to flip your thinking around on this. Because when we look at finding the limits, we're you're typically thinking of maximum values, right? Maximum, what's my maximum brake pressure? What's my maximum lean angle? But that is the upper end of your range, right? That's the upper range of your application. Just as important, there's a minimum range as well. So that's why we say extend your range of application. I'm not saying let's extend your maximum values for everything. Yes, that's important. But also extending your minimum values is just as important. If you don't have the ability to use the brakes, if, if you can only use the brakes at 10%, that's, that is your minimum, but you really need to use the brakes at 2.3%, well, you've got to work on extending that range on the minimum side. So very, very important that we look at the extending the complete, the total range of application, the total value. So that's, that's the difference between podcast 15 and podcast 16, which was right, the difference between our degree of application. Right? The degree of application is what you're doing inside that range. 
what we're going to talk about today is extending that range, right? What the total values, the total value is on the minimum side and, and, and maximum side. So that's the difference. We have our degree of application, which is how you apply it within that range. And of course, what we're talking about is extending that range. So let's kind of dive into it. First one is, let's think about whatever it is you're working on. And I'm just going to pick one. And let's say it's brakes. So you go, well, I need to build more brake pressure. Fantastic. Well, let's identify your current range, where it's at and where you want to go. I, I think this is also, all of these things end up being big deals, but this is a big deal as well. It's, it's, it, it, you've got to be able to understand where you're at right now. Because it's easy to say, well, I'm, I'm getting, somebody's out breaking me. Okay, well, where are they out breaking you? Is it a specific corner? Is it a specific spot in the corner? Somebody's running more lean angle than I am. Okay, well, where are they running more lean angle than you? And figure out where your current range is and where that is and where you want to go with it, right? So let's not guess. And again, we've got report cards. We should have report cards for all those things as well. So let's identify your current range, where, where you're at with it, and where you want to go with it. Pretty big deal there. And actually, I'll, I'll keep talking about that because you can say, well, I, people keep out breaking me. Well, maybe you go to the brakes actually too late, and then you build maximum brake pressure too, too late, and people are passing you because you're not getting the bike stopped because you're trying to do it too late. That's just a, that's just a quick little example. So... Again, look at where your current range is, where it's at, and where you want to go with it. So next one is let's be reasonable about this. If, for example, we'll use lean angle. If you're thinking, well, gosh, uh, Marquez can run 65 degrees of lean angle. I should be able to run 65 degrees of lean angle on my, um, on my R6. Mm, it's not going to happen, right? I think Garrett Gerloff and, and JD, they run probably 55, 56 degrees of lean angle on some of the production bikes, and, and I'm sure there might be some others, but you, that, that's not going to happen. So let's make sure we're reasonable about that. If you're running, if you're running a stock master cylinder with, with stock brake lines and stock brake pads, and you can't develop 220 PSI of brake pressure, well, guess what? You're not going to be able to do that. So let's be reasonable about what you're looking at with that and let's make sure that that you're not trying to obtain something that's really not obtainable for for your situation so let's be reasonable with with what that range is and <clears throat> now we'll get in the nuts and bolts of how we start how we start doing that it's it's the precision that gets us there this is why we put the other podcast first and you can think about this as a, as a whole bunch of ways. Say, say you've got a pencil, right? And you want to break a pencil, and you just bang, snap the pencil, right? Just aggressively snap, break the pencil. Now if you take that, it, but, but you kind of don't know where that happens, right? You, you have a bunch of pencils, and you just snap them, but you're not sure. But if you take that pencil, and you slowly bend it, slowly, 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 and now it starts to splinter a little bit, and you start to hear it crack, and it starts to split, and finally breaks. You have a much better chance of understanding when it's going to break and where that maximum is because you were more precise with it and you actually did it slower. And being able to be in that moment and be present to, to understand that, again, is a fairly big deal. So let's make sure that we're, that it's the, understand that it's the precision that gets us there. And, and we've got to be able to make, we've got to be able to see that. It's the same thing even on the minimum side. Right? If, you're trying, if, if you don't have the ability to pick the break up at, say, 2%, and you're trying to get there, 
we need to we need to be precise with those actions. So it's the precision that allows us to extend that range. If we don't have that feel, it's very, very difficult to extend it on the maximum side and the minimum side as well. Next, let's think about working on one thing at a time. One thing at a time if we want a 100% result. It's easy to want to go do seven or eight things and try to do that, but if we want to work on maximum brake pressure, great, go work on maximum brake pressure. You want to work on maximum lean angle, great, and work on maximum lean angle. It's being more um, present in the moment to figure that out. If you're going to try to do all those different things, you're going to get overwhelmed. So work on one thing at a time if you want a 100% result. Major, major, big, major thing there. This also segues into the next part, which is look at how that, look at whatever you're working on, look at how that parallels to some of the other techniques. And by that I mean, let's, let's take a look at, um, oh, we can look at uh, throttle, right? So if you're working on your minimum range of application, in other words, you're working on your minimum initial throttle, you're working on initial throttle, you're trying to make it smoother, see when you can get to wide open throttle, right? So here you're working on your, your, your initial throttle, that's great, but see how that parallels with how you get to wide open throttle. You can take another example with brake pressure. If you're working on maximum brake pressure, so you think about, okay, I need to build more, I need to build maximum brake pressure. Great, you can start working on maximum brake pressure and then realize, okay, for the same exact corner, now how much neutral throttle do I have? When do I have direction? So look and think about what those report cards are going to be for you so you can make sure that that is making a difference. So when you work on that at one thing at a time, Look at those parallels and how does one thing lead to another. Next thing we're going to talk about in regards to this is can you extend your range without being abrupt? So, so if you want to build maximum brake pressure, our initial thought is, oh, I have to get more aggressive. Um, or lean angle, right? I'm going to throw more body into it or whatever you're going to do. So it's easy to think about being more aggressive when, when this situation happens. And when you're doing that, of course, if you may be traveling at more speed as well, and you're thinking that that time is going to run out. Time is absolutely a factor of this as well. So the thought is, can you extend your range without being abrupt? Big thought there. This also segues into the time, right? If you're thinking, well, gosh, I'm going to... Um, we use the initial throttle as a great example. So if you're too slow with that, then it takes more time. So the whole idea is we want to be able to extend our range to minimum and maximum, but we want to do it as smoothly as we can in the same time. So we don't want to lose time when that happens. And of course, as you go faster, you'll actually be doing that whole process, extending the range, minimum and maximum, the degree of application, Ultimately, we want you to do it in less time. And again, that's why this actually has to be, you get to be more precise as the sport goes on. So, can you extend your range without being abrupt? Can you extend your range without it being too slow? Tough one, tough one for sure. So, something to think about on that one. And <clears throat> when you look at this, so we'll, we'll, we'll run you through these, we'll run through just a couple of these. When you look at brake pressure, right, we look at the minimum and the maximum. Some of the report cards are, where you, again, where are you letting off the brake? If you have a specific brake marker where you go to the brakes and you want to work on maximum brake pressure, 
this is a fantastic uh, place to think about where you go to the brakes and where you let off the brakes. Then you can start to manipulate that report card as well. The throttle. And you think, okay, well, how does the throttle work? It's 100% it's throttle. There's only 100% available. Yes, but your initial throttle is your minimum part of that, of that range. How quickly you get to wide open throttle really is the maximum part of that range. So I want you to think about that. Maximum lean angle. So when we look at lean angle, okay, I want to get more lean angle. Great, wonderful. I'll give you some things for that as well. And with maximum lean angle, first of all, you have to look at where am I going to have maximum lean angle? <laughs> also look at how's grip, right? Is, is your tires in good shape? Is the track grippy, right? If you're going to go out there in the first session, in the first lap and try to throw down, you know, 55 degrees of lean angle, it's going to be a little bit of a problem. So think about, pick a specific corner, pick where that maximum lean angle should be. Where should, where should maximum lean angle be? At the slowest part of the corner? Great. Now let's give ourselves some report cards for it. Is your knee on the ground? That's one report card. If your knee's not even on the ground yet, now we can start leaning the bike over more till it happens. How do we do that? By relaxing that inside arm. And you can relax the inside arm, move your mass down, and literally low, relax your body, relax, relax and allow the bike to, to slowly come down onto your knee to do that. Or once you initiate lean angle, say it's a big, nice, long radius corner, once you initiate lean angle, you can hold the same lean angle, right? Hold the bike and add some throttle. As you add more throttle, you're going to be forced to actually increase some lean angle as well. And if you do it, again, with precise controls, if you don't just jam the throttle on, notice what word I use, right? But if you slowly pick the throttle up and you do that, you can run, you can do that as well. The big point of that is having correct body position, having your inside arm relaxed. Huge deal there, allowing the bike to, to have more lean angle. So <clears throat> lean angle for sure. And another one that you also haven't thought about as well is eyes. Extend your range with your eyes, right? So, so how, how you're bringing them back, how many things that you're seeing, huge deal. Same thing, so extending the range on the eyes. And, you know, the brake pressure one is also one that you can practice many, many ways. We actually talked about it in the degree of application, doing it off the bike, right? How you build brake pressure off the bike. See how your fingers move. Literally get the feeling of squeezing the brake lever harder while the bike is sitting there stationary, right? Park sitting there, feel yourself pulling the brake lever. And as you go out on the track, that's just, you're going to be able to replicate that. Same thing with minimum brake pressure. Initial throttle. Start your bike. Start your bike. Now, in neutral, open the throttle with your hand and see how slowly you can do it, right? That gives you a good something to work on there as well. Lean angle, you can work on, is, can I literally take my left hand off the bar in a left-hand corner to see if your, lower found, if, you, if your lower body's got the right foundation to be able to do that. So a couple things there for you guys to work with. Eyes, you can work on that as you're driving every single day in your car. You can work on minimum brake pressure every single day in your car as well. So, kind of a long topic. Gee, I've talked too much. Surprise there. And let's, let's get this one going, right? So, finding the limits. But really what it is is extending the range of application. Think about this completely differently. And I think we've given you some good things to work on.